back to Inside the Huddle, sponsored by Advanced Medical Imaging. Here is your host, Jay Foreman. We are back. We're up on the text line. I think uh, I want to thank Nebraska basketball fan for letting me know it's IGC, man. And uh, I appreciate early morning. IGC is uh, back in the full effect. We're going to see if uh, he's back with a vengeance. But we're moving on to what is essentially taking over college football is the expansion of the Big Ten. I thought, you know, look, getting USC and UCLA, you know, whether, you know, Kevin Warren going out of kind of his, you know, dropping the mic and that would have been good. You know, then you know that there is going to be potential up in the – you know uh, what every team would get because it's probably going to increase the TV deal, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, the new commissioner comes in and says, "You know, we're going to take it up even 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 further. We're going to get the, the two probably best football schools out of the Pac-12. It, Definitely besides, the biggest brands, the biggest brands besides Utah. Utah's the be- been the That's best true. team the last two two years, but Oregon has one of the biggest brands in the nation, bar none." And Washington's brand on the football field has been up there as well. People people forget that Washington was in the college football playoffs. Yeah, not too long ago. Not too long ago. And Oregon is an established program. You got to think they have Mario Cristobal uh, and they got Dan Lanning up there, and they're in, they're in uh, pretty good footing as far as uh, their brand of football. And I think Oregon and Washington, their Pac-12 teams or whatever you want to call it now, were Pac-12 teams, but they play a physical brand of football. Um, and both of them this year, you know, have two Heisman candidates in, in Bo Nix and, uh, uh, the quarterback that transferred from Indiana to lefty, I forget his name, um, Penix, Michael Penix. Uh, so, you know, they're, they have been, they're set up for success this year and to leave the conference and come into the, uh, the big 10, you know, on a high note. Um, so when you think when the big 10 can go and get the four, most prominent schools out of the Pac-12 besides Utah, four of the five, right? Out of the Pac-12 in one year, uh, that's a good part of expansion. That lets you know the Big Ten knows that they are in a quote-unquote arms race with the SEC, knowing most likely if the ACC breaks up, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, and probably North Carolina will go over there, so they got to be ahead of the curve, right? If they don't go to, I want to ask you this: If if the ACC doesn't, if if teams somehow get out of their contract, they got a contract that was signed in like the back of the back of a like a pool hall with the mafia there, like in you know signed in blood. Like those exit fees are enormous for every team. Mm-hmm. It's like you 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 essentially were you know going to end up with nothing if you try to pay the exit fee. I want to ask you this. If there's somehow the ACC kind of breaks up and still stays the ACC, but the big ones leave, do you think they all four go to the SEC or do you think the Big Ten tries to nab a couple and get that footprint there in the Southeast? Because you got to think we're the Big Ten, right? You got the Big Ten regular country. I, I right? think I think you, you try to grab some land down south. Right. You think about it now, now you're going to be able to get players from the West Coast. Just like you talk about recruiting, it's advantageous too. And like right now, we got all the Midwest and the West Coast. When it comes to college football playoffs, like a re- 
I don't know if we're still going to be able to compete with the SEC. It's like the SEC versus the rest of the U.S. at this point. So right. I think you probably do your best to try to get some of those schools as well. That's what I would do. I mean, yeah. Um, see, I think it's – I look at it a little different, right? Um, I felt like when Urban Meyer came into the Big Ten, mm-hmm. it upped everybody. Now we needed another up. And the the SEC is very strategic, right, with their scheduling, right? They – they know that they have – they come in – and granted, with Alabama and now Georgia and LSU one year, you do have the perception that you're the best, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, you, you get Cam Newton with Auburn that year. You'll have, like, you know, Ole Miss that, you know, upset, you know, Alabama, the Johnny – so you have that, right? Plus Texas A&M is in there, you know, came in there. Now you got Texas and, and Oklahoma coming in, which seems like an afterthought. But the way they've scheduled things is strategic where they only have to get up. Alabama's really got to get up for like two games. LSU, Georgia, yeah. if they play each other. Now, you, you can't fall asleep and you got to go. You can't go and miss a field goal against Tennessee and play the worst game defensively you played all year, right? Generally, beat Tennessee. So, then, so they are always set up to be, you know, in the top three or four going into the SEC, SEC championship, whereas like in the Big Ten – in the ACC, the depth of the contra or of the conference and the pre-season uh, rankings, which really plays into it, because if you start as a top ten preseason team and you lose only one game, maybe two, you're still going to be top twenty-five. So if Clemson plays you, or doesn't, or if Alabama plays you, then that's better for them to you know when you look at their strength of schedule mm-hmm. versus if you're on the outside looking looking in preseason forty. <coughs> and you <coughs> and you lose a game or two, you're not getting in that top 25. So that doesn't help Clemson. It doesn't help Miami. It doesn't help North Carolina, whoever would be one of the teams coming out of there. Now where you have the ex- college football playoffs expansion, which uh, is probably going to get expanded again uh, very shortly, um, that, that allows you to. But it's going to be filled first with SEC teams. So I if I I don't think the SEC will be SEC will be so quick to add a Clemson, right? To add maybe if a Florida State and Miami start to have a good year, you know, to where they could see okay, this is serious competition. You know what I'm saying? Because that's why they like their model. They know they control the college football right now. Mm-hmm. They've won it. You have the, when you think of who could possibly win a national championship, it's either Georgia or Alabama. Both of them. Now, just imagine that. Georgia and Alabama right now. Every, those are the two probably front runners. Yeah, that's fair. Both of them don't have a court starting quarterback. Now, if there's a team that you would think that you probably say, okay, I think they can win it, of, of all the teams that were in the college football playoff last year, it'd be Michigan. You got J.J. McCarthy. He played the best out of all – like. He, he's he's the most established out of anybody of the last four teams that were in there. He's gotten better. He has a whole off season, so you would say, okay, Michigan's probably the favorite. Not even not even a thought. There's there everybody's still like, okay, you beat Ohio State a couple years. Let's it is can't this can't go on forever. So they're not even getting the respect in the Big Ten. So if I you know Sankey and those they're like, oh, let's just chill, right? Because then here comes LSU. Right, they probably have the best quarterback out of those, say LSU, Georgia, and Alabama. Right, mm-hmm. throw Tennessee in there. 
they have the probably the best draft eligible quarterback. Oh, let's just okay, then let's go a little bit farther. Let's just say South Carolina plays like they did at starting that Tennessee game moving forward. They got Spencer Rattler, aka the redhead Kingpin. So why would you expand? I'm asking you, why would so like like yeah, you could yeah, Clemson, you're great. Okay, that's fine. You got Dabo and all that. Yeah, Dabo, Clemson would probably take him because then you would really be having the perception rankings locked down. So you're saying if you're if you're SEC, there's no need. No need. You're Why? just holding holding tight because you're winning already. We're winning already. We control everything. I would say if I if I'm saying I would say okay, Tennessee probably if they're so arrogant they probably say if Tennessee went up to the Big Ten they'd be Big Ten champs. LSU goes up there, they'd be Big Ten champs. If the, both those teams go to ACC, they'll be Big Ten champs or, or, or ACC champs, or in the in the conversation. So why would why would I why why do I need to bring in Florida Florida State and Miami? Now point. you now being confident is one thing. Mm-hmm. That confidence when you become a little bit ignorant to the to your to where you're at and where you know you. You're gonna have a downturn, right? It's just that's just the way it goes. If you don't forecast for that, then you can become ignorant, and that's where the Big Ten needs to pounce. Mm-hmm. We got one from the text line. Uh, Mustache said, "There's no way the Big picks up any of the deep uh, deep South ACC schools. Maybe Pitt or Louisville, but no way they'd get FSU or Clemson." Ah, uh, West Mustache. I don't agree with that, my man. I appreciate you texting in, and I I do see what he's saying with the Deep South. It's very I, – I mean, it'd be very, very hard uh, to pull a Clemson for sure. Yeah. Because of where Clemson's situated, so close to Bama. I mean, Clemson's more of a SEC team than all the other ACC teams. You yeah, know what I mean? Be, you'd be a big ten surrounded in the SEC country. Right. You'd be really sticking out there by yourself. Now, I think – you could get FSU if you could get Miami. Yeah. Or you can get Miami if you get FSU. I think you could get him. It would have to be a sweet deal, though. You got a bundle deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two for one, it. right? Yeah, buy one, get one free. Um, and then I would ask you, uh, Wes, you could text back in, do we really want a Pitt or Louisville? I mean, yeah, the, no, those those are schools. Like, if that's that's what we're going for, I don't think we. Well, you just let them. You it. let them stay in the ACC, yeah. and then they kind of move on. You know, then they kind of be. You know, then and that's still a good brand. Mm-hmm. And maybe North Carolina stays there, so they can be the big dog in football there. And Duke stays there. If I'm thinking, if I could get, let's just take Clemson out. If I could get an FSU in Miami, then I'm really going to try to be a, be a big dog and get Duke in North Carolina. And I'm fine with that. And you know what? If I, if, in order to get those four, I got to take a pit. I got to take a Virginia Tech. All right, that's cool. Well, we only think about it for football too. But you throw in like you get Duke, North Carolina basketball's basketball. about to turn right, up. right. And you're gonna have those and all those other them. sports too that will expand it too. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I think that when you, I think when you're gonna have to go down there, you're gonna if you if there's two that you want, they're like, all right, you gotta take these two. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like. I've heard stories of, of coaches going to recruit a player. All right, I can help you get him, but you know you got to take Johnny with it, man. You know what I'm saying? And Johnny can't play a lick, but Johnny's going to be on scholarship too. Uh, and so you better you better be okay to take one. Um, but here's also Harrison. I want to ask you real quick before we go into uh, going to our last break, man. This goes by too quick. Also, 
Yeah, we haven't even gotten we, to we, the Big 12 yet. Yeah, we ain't even got to the Big 12. We're going to say that for next week. But I want to ask you this, and this is what I would be doing. Okay. And this is where nothing is imminent, but in the future, you're going to have like these two power conferences, right? Or two perceived, you know, like say 20, 20, both of them. You know, what will happen is the Big Ten will have 24, ACC or SEC will stay at like 18 mm-hmm. just because they think like, okay, we're, we got 18 better ones. Do you start to regulate or deregulate some, some lower half teams, the Northwesterns and all them? Ooh, that's a good question. So you, you're almost, almost like Premier League style where yeah. you're like those teams that aren't performing, they're starting to get penalized? Because you got to think they're not going to willingly leave these. These, these, I mean, why would Rutgers and all them leave? They're getting so much money, right? It's helping them. And ideally, this TV money is helping them, and then they'll get the facilities and all that other. So they become. But what people really have forgotten, there's just not that many good football players out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not. I mean, Rutgers isn't going to have ever have a roster like Ohio State. They're just they're not that many people out there unless you start cloning kids, right? Which probably they're trying to do somewhere. I don't. They, th- I honestly don't think you can a process like that in college football. It feels like it'd just be too chaotic. Oh man, people's college football is quick. Turn people, of the book. Pe- people, Next season could be completely different. People's feelings would be hurt, but that's what I'll be doing though. Or, or, okay, <laughs> if I gotta take if I I gotta work out something. We might not be in the Big Ten if that took place. See Harrison, that's, <laughs> like, that's what Harrison. See, as Matt Rule has said some stuff, I I I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. But it cranks up the pressure, though. It does a lot. I like that though. Yeah, because like it. I think Nebraska's in good footing, anyways. And Matt Rule said that, but I would say I would trade a Rutgers and a Northwestern to the to the ACC for a Pitt in Louisville, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chubby Rhino says, regulate Northwestern. You mean the team that has won the West more times than Nebraska? Well, we, we did just mention that Nebraska would be on the way out the door if that came to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would regulate Chubby Rhino. Here's why I'd regulate uh, Northwestern. And they've won the West more than Nebraska. But Pat Fitzgerald is gone, mm-hmm. and Northwestern's football program is no longer as you thought it was. It is over. They are on – essentially – they are on the, the modern day version of the death penalty. They got a harder rebuild than the Chicago Bulls right now. It's a, it's going to be brutal. I well, you gotta, come, you're starting I, from ground zero with that culture because you uh, got Northwestern. You, who's I mean, you got to. I know we're going along. Who, comes who, in has who do, wants that job? And whoever's going there is literally going to collect a check. Every time you go to recruit a kid at Northwestern, you're going to have to say why you're different. That's going to be have to be like your opening statement every time. Like well, it's not that so it's the back. it's it's the it's the school mm-hmm. um, it's academics the are academics. Hard. The, the they're pulling back the money on that new facility. Now they have a great facility now, but the stadium ain't getting redone. I mean, there's going to be coaches that would go there, but but uh, like I said before, and I'll keep this short before we go into break. Most coaches that are successful right now, that you would think that you know that would be perfect there, have already done situations like that so the first person that comes to mind of northwestern i'm thinking david shaw because he did it at stanford okay david shaw has already went through that and he already been at a private university it's just kind of just northwestern stanford right there right but he's done it already he's great on tv why would you want to start all the way over at a toxic situation yeah at northwestern 
possibly the president might not be there. Who knows the athletic director is going to be there unless they're going to make you the athletic director and coach. Yeah, you still got to go through the court cases. Right, court case. You're going to be hearing about it. Why would you want to do that later in your career? You're going to have to find somebody, David Shaw S, to come in there and do it. And these type of coaches are not easy to come by because these type of coaches or with that type of resume like to get paid and don't like that type of work right now, whether mm-hmm. coaches want to say it or not. I think the coach fixed Northwestern. We don't know his name yet. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna have to be a guy off the radar because you're it's not gonna, you're not gonna land a big name. No one's no. gonna want to sign in on that. You're gonna have to get somebody and just deal with it. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know who wants to deal with it. I mean, I mean, I guess I'd go there, but they want to pay me a few million. I'll go there. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but we're going to break and we'll come right back uh, with a short segment and then we'll send you off uh, to your Sunday. Jay Foreman, Harrison, inside the huddle.